The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Well, good Saturday afternoon and welcome into this version of the the Masculine Journey Radio Show, this week's version, that is. I'm Dennis Breeden, kind of sitting in for Sam Main, who's usually in this chair on Saturday. Sam is traveling this weekend, and we don't have him with us, but uh, Sam is always with us in spirit and uh, has shared some things for the show as well. We have Al Henley, we have Vinny Menino, and we have Robbie Dillmore with me today. I uh, want to start by wishing a very special happy birthday to my mom, Donna Breeden, who lives up in Winchester, Virginia. Uh, mom, if you're listening... I love you, and uh, hope you have a great day today. Happy birthday, or day after birthday, to my lovely wife, Candace. We had a great time. There you go. So, I thought you were going to sing happy birthday. I was going to stop you right I've there, man, because I've heard you sing before. We don't want to do that. But also, Robbie brought up birthdays for another reason. My mom's birthday. Uh, we also have another big birthday that we're going to celebrate this month, and that's the birthday of Jesus, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And that's kind of what led us to... Uh, thinking about what we would do on the shows this month, which uh, Sam kind of came up with. God led him into this, and he started it in a devotional on Monday that he sends sends out. And I'm just going to read something real quick, a little part of it that he said. Over the next month, let's take a deep look at the gifts the Father gives us. He gave us the greatest gift of his Son that we may have life, but what else is he offering us each day that we may or may not realize? And if we realize it, are we accepting it and living as if it is truth in our lives? What do you think he was trying to say there, Robbie? Well, there's this thing, and they try to capture it. I always get a kick out of it. It's called the Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> they try to capture it in all sorts of different ways uh, the world does because they know there's something real about it. Mm-hmm. But, of course, they're missing out on the in the reason for the season. Yeah. But uh, it, even in those movies, there's still a picture of how things operate, how we lose our identity mm-hmm. and that i think that's the gift we're talking about today right the gift of identity and you wanted to start things out with something that uh was a little more serious i think so we'll do that now the fires of love baby make a little wish this will be perfect on the top of a tree oh martha I want you all to look your best tomorrow. You don't have a chance with her. You're eight years old and you have a beard. Has everyone given their gifts? I haven't. Merry Christmas, Martha May. Why do you have a bag on your head? Probably because he's embarrassed by that idiot's gift. <laughs> Mr. Grinch, please take the bag off. Yes, you take it off. Hmm? 
put the book down. And your foot. Look at that hat job! <laughs> You know, Dennis, there is, it's, it's kind of fascinating when you see what's really going on there. You hear the music change to evil music as he makes this agreement. And we talk about agreements on this show quite often. You know, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. I didn't hear it. Yeah, it's in there. The music changes to this evil music as he says, I hate Christmas. And we talk about agreements being that we make an agreement with Satan and he locks in on that and he has some power over that. And this literally robs Little Grinch, which, it look at his identity at the beginning of the clip. He's a lover, man. He loves Christmas. He's all excited about Martha May, and he's going to give her this star, and he's so excited. But then, due to the wound, you know, due to his shaving of the beard and all the little scratches in his face and everybody laughing at him, you know, he, Satan, hits his mark. He draws in, I hate Christmas. I hate trees, I, you know, in the whole scene, mm-hmm. and it completely changes the Grinch's identity. And when I hear that evil music behind that, I can't help but think, how many times am I suckered into mm-hmm. the exact same situation? I, I somehow or another get embarrassed and whatever, and all of a sudden I make an agreement I hate or I'm never going to or, or those kind of things, and mm-hmm. thus my identity the little lover Grinch that Robbie should be (laughs) Mm -hmm. is gone forever. So that's how you're saying it plays out in our lives that, uh, or I shouldn't say gone forever because if we can go back to Jesus and find those agreements and ask for his blood to Mm -hmm. cleanse us from those agreements and help us get out from underneath those things as our kinsman redeemer, then we can go back to the gift that Sam is referring to that of our original identity. Hmm. Al. You know, let's go back for the, the listeners, especially the men. Um, what what do we mean by identity? I mean, if your soul is something outside of the flesh and bones, it would be your personality. Mm-hmm. You might be able to associate it with that. So your identity is your personality plus your gifts together and, and what you think um, that's going to turn out to be, but also... Um, you find out later as you get to know God and, and who you are in Christ, your identity in Christ, who you were meant to be. Mm-hmm. Now, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sam, uh, the only thing I was going to mention, and I, and I say the word Sam, is Sam had a couple of scripture verses in this first uh, devotional that he did that spoke to that. One's Galatians 3.26. So in Christ Jesus, you're all children of God through faith. He also said in Romans 8.14, excuse me, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God saying that we're the children of God. Uh, actually, he was saying that in both of the verses, that we are children of God. That's kind of a different way of looking at it than, than uh, I'm this ugly guy and I hate Christmas. Right, and with being the children, we get the gifts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we could be as excited this Christmas as we were when we were six yeah. because there's some really cool stuff that's under the tree waiting on you, Dennis, and it's waiting <laughs> on me. <laughs> Now, it might be sugar-free, is the case. It maybe. might be sugar-free, just like the pumpkin pie we had on Thanksgiving. But it was great. 
as long as you got a gallon of Cool Whip nearby. <laughs> uh, Al, you had a clip from one of my favorite movies. Oh, this is a great one. And it, it, what's beautiful about this clip is you listen to it. This is from the movie Rudy. And Rudy thinks his identity is going to be as a football player. Mm-hmm. But as he gets out there and he starts to give up, which is, again, not his identity. It's not who he is. He finds out in talking to the gardener, a trusted friend, who he really is. Tell Jake to make sure the top's ready. We'll check with the weather service by five, and we'll make a decision then. Hey, 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 hey. What you doing here? Don't you have practice? Not anymore. I quit. Oh. Well, since when are you the quitting kind? I don't know. I just don't see the point anymore. So you didn't make the dress list. There are greater tragedies in the world. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad to prove to everyone that I worked... what? That I was somebody. Oh, you are so full of crap. You're five feet nothing. A hundred and nothing. And you got hardly a speck of athletic ability. And you hung in with the best college football team in the land for two years. And you're also going to walk out of here with a degree from the University of Notre Dame. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And after what you've gone through, if you haven't done that by now, it ain't going to never happen. Now go on back. Sorry, I never got you to see your first game in here. Hell, I've seen too many games in this stadium. I thought you said you never saw a game. I've never seen a game from the stands. You were a player? I rode the bench for two years. Thought I wasn't being played because of my color. I got filled up with a lot of attitude. So I quit. Still not a week goes by, I don't regret it. And I guarantee a week won't go by in your life, you won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of you. You hear me clear enough? So what were you hearing him say there, Al? Well, let's let's talk about the gardener for a second. You know, when you're a member of a team, you become in service of the team. And he went away from that. He lost his, his focus on that. But what did he do for a living after that? He served the team every day, day in, day out, to prepare the field. And Rudy himself, he thought that his identity was going to be as a football player, but instead, it was being diligent, hardworking. He was the first one in his family to go to college. He was one of the few in the community that took a chance and, and tried to step outside of what, what the rest of the community had settled for. He became, you know, an icon in the sense that, you know, he dared to dream, dared to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to use that term now that I think of how I said it. 
Well, they made a movie out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, but but that to me, so often we think we're going to be when we're a little kid, we daydream. You know, little Robbie Dillmore laying out in the grass, staring up at the blue sky, cool breeze running through his hair, and he's thinking, "When I grow up, I'm going to be this." Mm-hmm. Never in a million years did he see himself as a Christian serving the Lord on the radio and encouraging so many people. Same thing for you, Dennis. Look at you. You encourage so many people with how you speak, how you use music, you know, but I bet you never saw that when you were a kid. I appreciate you sharing that. And we're going to have some music when we come back as one of our clips. We're talking about the gift of identity today on the Masculine Journey Radio Show. If you'd like to listen to this show or any of our past shows, log on to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and you can look at it. You can listen to our podcast there. We'll be right back. Your phone, your tablet, your iPad, your Android just became a radio. That's right. You can take the Truth Network with you everywhere now thanks to our brand new Truth Network app. That's right. Listen to Dr. Michael Brown the Line of Fire, the Christian Car Guy with Robbie Dilmore, Truth Talk Live, all of our programming 24-7 right there in your hand. Perhaps you're out of range of your radio or traveling in a busy airport. You can plug into the Truth Network. Just go to truthnetwork.com to download the new free app. That's truthnetwork.com. In 2003, James Minor, a veteran of 26 years, suffered a paralyzing injury that changed his life, and his wife has dedicated herself tirelessly to caring for her husband. My role as a caregiver, it's a 24 hours, seven days a week, there's no breaks. Paralyzed Veterans of America has been fighting for over 60 years to make sure our veterans get all the benefits they were promised and all of the support they greatly deserve. You can help. Visit pva.org. Welcome back to the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We're glad you're with us. We're talking about the gift of identity this afternoon. Uh, we had a, a we had a, a replay there of the Don Henley Thanksgiving song there for a minute, which uh, gives me the opportunity to tell you about the great Thanksgiving dinner I had <laughs> over at Robbie's house and the uh, the sugar free pumpkin pie, folks. <laughs> Let me just give you this piece of advice: if you ever have pumpkin pie without sugar in it make sure you got some of that cool whip nearby maybe about a gallon of it i, I and i'm not, not talking about the light stuff I'm i talk- didn't i didn't make an agreement sam uh <laughs> dennis, that i would never make pie again but when but dennis was so kind he was sitting at the end of the table and he had been eating two or three bites and nobody else had eaten any i bit into it and i'd made the pie myself and i said hmm i seem to leave out one of the major ingredients and dennis said sugar <laughs> <laughs> my kids were laughing on the floor it they, was, it was uh, they love to have a laugh at their father's expense. Well, it was a great time, and I, pre- I appreciate <laughs> it you having me there. We so, moved right from Thanksgiving into Christmas. We went right to, to Black Friday and into Christmas, but it was a great time and uh, had, a, had a good time over at Robbie's that afternoon. Well, I've got a clip that I want to share with you. This is actually a movie clip uh, as we're talking about identity this afternoon. just want you to listen to this part of the song. It's from a friend of mine, Tom Rucker who uh, put out a CD with this on it. This song's called The Jacket. Son, I want to tell you a story or two about your old man. 
Cause it takes me back to see that old wool jacket in your hand A whole nother bunch of memories Another time and another me A teenage boy so insecure Trying hard to be a man So much women reaching every thread High school freshman year Hard work and a lot of sweat Tackling my fear But I got to wear those letters And I felt so big and strong I didn't tell my buddies on the team That mama sold them on It was navy blue with bands of gold It was so well worn but never owned Badge of honor when I needed one It was bragging rights it was toasty warm, but even more on the shoulders of the girl next door When I got the nerve to ask her out that cold October night It was more than a jacket, it was the story of a young man's life That's the name of the CD, The Story of a Young Man's Life And guys, I don't know about you, but that kind of took me back to high school for a minute there, Robbie Oh, and those were <laughs> some insecure moments, there's no doubt yeah. Al? I remember getting my Letterman jacket, and I remember thinking, oh, this is one for the ages. I have mm-hmm. no idea where it's at. Really? And and, and I wanted, you know, I was, that was one of the things that you think, oh, I'm going to save it forever, but yeah, my mom, my stepfather, I, don't know, I think it got cast out yeah. to Goodwill or something. Well, you know, he used the jacket as kind of a metaphor for, uh, and I spoke with Tom about this earlier this week, and I said, you know, when I listened to this song, I heard you talking about your identity as a high school teenager and uh, trying to find your place when you got into high school. Uh, he was he played sports. He also he says later in the song he, he was in a band, which obviously he's kept his his music up. But uh, shaky time and just one of those times in life where we're searching for identity. And uh, I, I tell you, Robbie, I've seen some guys, and I'll go on Facebook now and see some guys that I went to high school with. They're still kind of hanging on to the, that identity from b- way back then, which for us is way back then. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they actually even had letter jackets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure oh, come they, on. when Vinny was coming up, I'm pretty sure they didn't. I, back bet, then. They did. <laughs> I bet they did. Was that a fist Vinny just shook at you? One of the things he says uh, later on in this song that I thought was a great line, he says, nothing ever looks quite the same if you're looking back. Uh, how many of us, we, we, get, we, we have these things that we look back in our past and it doesn't look the same as it did then. It may have seemed like it was a big deal. I know in my own case, one of the things I've struggled with is the past. I've struggled with uh, identities that I've probably put on myself and the enemy has enhanced by saying, yeah, you were this, yeah, you were that. Now, Tom was talking about some good things that happened in high school, but what he was also talking about in the song was how, how much of a struggle he was having. If he was still holding on to some of those things today, I think that would be a, a big issue for him. Uh, but to a listener out there today, Robbie, um, how do you get past that? How do you get past that point where you're like, you still see yourself in a way you might have 20 years ago. And if it's not good, if it's not a good identity and that is guiding you, how is that robbing you right now, Robbie? Well, just like in our Grinch clip, you know, you got a bully and that bully is going to try to change your identity. And, And if you listen to that agreement and listen to that, what they're telling you that, 
you're weak or you're small or you're <laughs> a seagull, as, as, as we know one friend, once you accept that and you make an agreement that that's me, then now you need that Christmas present we talked about. You need Christ to come back in and say, God, when did I begin to take on this false identity? When did I begin to take on that which is not of you? Because if it's of you, it's going to bear good fruit. And if you see good fruit coming out of it, then that's, that's probably something God gave you. In yeah. fact, I know it's something God gave you. But if you feel bad about yourself, you're feeling that there's something bad there, then obviously, or not, maybe not obviously, but one of the good things you've got is Jesus to sit there in prayer and ask him, where did this come from? Can I remember a bullying who assigned this identity to me and I took that on and agreed to it. Mm -hmm. And what was it that you had for me originally that just wasn't along those lines and ask for some healing? Cause that's the present. I think there's, I've had lots of those this very year, Dennis, mm -hmm. uh, where I went back and God showed me some things that I'd taken on a long time ago that now I can get some healing from and get back to what God had for me. And it's an exciting adventure. Al, he said something else in this song, and I, I haven't talked to you about this, but I want to ask you this question because one of the lines he says later on is he, he's going to pass the, the jacket on to his son, but he said, he says, write a story all your own. So you can write a story all your own. So he's, what does that say to you? You know, my dad had told me long ago that it's the expectation of a father that the son surpasses him. And, you know, we create a legacy to spring for our kids to springboard off of. And, you know, I do that with my two boys. I want, and for my daughter as well, I want to give them every, op every opportunity to become better than I was. I want to give them more than what I had so that they can grow from it. Yeah. I also heard when I, when I listened to the song later and, and listened to it a few times, I heard God saying, I've given you identity and, now I want you to write a story that's all your own based on the identity that I've given you. Now, we have one last clip that Al's going to set up for us this afternoon. Al, go ahead. It's from the movie Gladiator. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty bloody, so be prepared. Um, but I'll, I, this is a, I love this story because this is a man whose identity, he's forced into something he doesn't want to do. He gets near to completion, and he gets pulled away from his family. His family's killed, and he gets sold into slavery. They think he's dead. So in this, his identity comes out, but when his identity and his purpose comes out, it, the strength in that takes everybody back. And as you listen to this, I want you to think about who am I? What's my purpose? What do I stand for? What am I going to do with my life? Gladiator, the emperor has asked for you. I'm at the emperor's service. Guys! Guys! Your fame is well-deserved, Spaniard. I don't think there's ever been a gladiator to match you. As for this young man, he insists you are Hector Reborn. What was it, Hercules? But why doesn't the hero reveal himself and tell us all your real name? You do have a name. My name is Gladiator. How dare you show your back to me? Slave! You will remove your helmet and tell me your name. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions. 
loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius. Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. listen to that you hear his strength and and people flock to strength they want to be around strength Mm -hmm. so who are you what is your identity for me my name is al henley i'm a project manager in healthcare. i focus on infrastructure projects and it i'm the husband to a, a wonderful woman father to three wonderful children i am a blessed child of god and i will serve my savior in this world and the next I know who I am. I know what I'm supposed to do. I don't always know how to navigate the path, but then that's part of the Holy Spirit guiding me. So as we go through our lives, you know, when I first heard that, I thought, wow, he really knows who he is. I don't. And so that's when I sat down and I thought, who am I supposed to be? Yeah. I want to close with uh, something else that Sam wrote in the devotional Earlier this week, uh, we started out that way and we'll end it that way. It said, so what does Scripture say is our identity? We are the beloved children of the Father. We are the apple of his eye. As Max Lucado writes about God's love for us, he states, if God had a refrigerator, our pictures would be on it. Let that sink in. Let that be real in your life today. Nothing we can done, do, Robbie, or nothing we've done in the past or nothing we can do in the future will ever change that, will it? No, we're his favorite. And and this, you know, we've got just a few weeks left that this is the year that Robbie's his favorite, so I'm making the most of it. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas season. We're going to be talking about some more gifts in the coming weeks, so join us again next week. Log on to MasculineJourneyRadio.org for any of the podcasts. We'd also love to hear from you. Until then, have a great week. May God be with you till we meet again. <laughs>